There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to Switched On Pop. I'm songwriter Charlie Harding. And I'm musicologist Nate Sloan. Nate, I have a seemingly easy question for you. Okay, I feel like this is going to be really difficult, but shoot. (laughs) What decade is it? It is, I can do this, I got this. Uh, Okay. It is definitely the 2010s. No, you're wrong. It's the 90s. (sighs) You need to fast forward to 25 years in the past because you may not know it, it's the 90s. If you're still watching Stranger Things or haven't gotten over Carly Rae Jepsen's emotion, you might think that we're stuck in the 80s, but <laughs> but you're wrong because there have been hints of 90s culture permeating for a few years, but two tracks that popped up at the beginning of 2018 have planted us firmly in the decade that declared the end of history. Are you ready to go back in time with me? Let's do it. Take me there. So these two tracks are Bruno Mars' Finesse Remix featuring Cardi B. Mm. And Charlie Puth's If You Leave Me Now featuring Boys to Men. Yes. Cause girl, if you leave me now If you give it up and just walk right out Seems like Featuring was a big deal back in the 90s, too. So, two big featuring tracks. Today, I want to investigate how does one musically manufacture 90s nostalgia? Mm. So, I've been listening to Finesse. You've been listening to If You Leave Me Now. Before the show, we flipped a coin, deciding that I would go first. So, let's drop the needle on Bruno Mars and Cardi B's Finesse and take a time machine back into the 90s. Let's do it. hard in my seat here in Brooklyn. (laughs) 
So what do we call that? Let's call it new new jack swing. <laughs> You're totally right. Okay. So this sound has a name. New Jack Swing. Do you know about this thing? I'm dimly aware of this sound being called New Jack Swing. Beyond that, where that term comes from, what else it encompasses, I would love to be elucidated if you can provide this information. I have done my homework. Good man. I had to do some homework because as we were really just coming out of our youth in the late 80s and early 90s, this sound didn't fully sink in until more recently for me. The genre New Jack Swing is created by producer, songwriter, keyboardist, everything, Teddy Riley and Bernard Bell. It was made famous by artists like Janet and Michael Jackson, Keith Sweat, Guy, Bobby Brown, Blackstreet, and Donna Summer. And you're saying, okay, what's in this sound? What we're hearing is this really blurred genre of hints of R&B, hip-hop, bubblegum pop, and even swing. And this is where I think I'm going to really hook you in as mm. a jazz scholar. Oh, yeah. The new, that's interesting. New is good. Jack, don't know what that means. Love it. <laughs> don't know what it means. And then swing, that's very tantalizing. Why don't we listen to an original new Jack swing track? One of my favorites, Motown Philly by Boys to Men. Let's get that sound in our ear. That is really fun. <laughs> it's really fun. So I hear New Jack Swing as four elements that encompass this genre. There's probably more, but this is what I'm hearing. And what I want to do is see how finesse manufactures this 90s nostalgia with references to New Jack Swing, specifically how it incorporates lots of jazzy chords, mm. uses a swing hip-hop drum beat, really funky and walking bass lines, and belted vocals with rich harmonies. Oh. Yeah, no wonder I love this music so much. You've just listed all my favorite things. Okay, great. Very cool. Okay, so what I'm going to do is relate some of that old New Jack Swing with that new New Jack Swing, starting with my favorite element, the bass line. Mm. New Jack Swing has just got this incredibly funky bass lines, right? Syncopated and even sort of like sometimes these walking bass lines. I think it would be appropriate to invoke the originator of the genre, Teddy Riley, his first group, Guy, and their track, Groove Me. Check this out, and I think you're going to hear some of that finesse. And you Wow, that is new to me, and it is true to its title. It is grooving me <laughs> deeply. <laughs> Loving Isn't that great? this bass line, super active, super syncopated, this fat, chunky sound. Yeah, into all of that. Yeah, let's play it back to back with finesse. Ooh, okay.
Okay, point made, Charles. <laughs> Familiar? Yep. It's really hot. It's great, though. That's a good reference. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's the right time to reach back to this new Jack swing moment. As much as music now is this sort of pastiche grab bag of the last <laughs> century of, of music history, no, I don't know anyone recently who's quite tapped into this particular moment of new Jack swing. All right, element of the first, bass line, funky, syncopated, groovy, groove me. We got that covered. Element of the second, drums. Yes. And for me, this would have been first, just for the record. I mean, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with putting bass first, but for me, drums are like the key sonic signifier here, just for posterity. So that's out there. But please continue. I've been playing a lot of like Mogi synth bass lines recently, just for fun and on the side. And so that's what grabbed me. But you're right. I actually think that it is the uh, swung hip hop drum sound that probably gets a lot of people when they hear this genre. And there are so many tracks from the past that use this same sort of sound. In particular, they love drum fills. What you're going to hear are these swung, syncopated drum fills opening so many tracks. So I just compiled a couple of openings, and um, you're going to hear them reflected back in finesse. Let's start off with the Motown Philly opening. Listen to that fill. Great. Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. Now I've got another one. A group called Eternal. Their song, Stay. Can't do this genre without a great opening drum fill. Cool. That one, not quite as syncopated. More just like, one, two, three, four. But still really getting you hyped up for the song to come. Okay, this is fun. Next one. All right. This is the one. This is Belle Biv DeVoe's Poison. Yeah, that's the one, all right. <laughs> and you can't move any further forward without playing that back-to-back -back with finesse. You're right, there we go. They all have this, what I now see as a sort of characteristic drum intro, this like hyper-aggressive, hyper-swung, with the snare drum in particular really mm -hmm. prominent. Mm-hmm. And I think it serves a function of informing the listener about the world they're about to enter into. Mm. You don't ease into this new Jack swing sound. <laughs> it grabs you right out of the gate. Yeah, you're jacked right in. Yeah, and as much as you can imagine these songs and this Bruno Mars slash Cardi B remix included being made for the dance floor, this is really effective because there's no prelude you just hear that snare, and then that's your cue to get down. Yeah, exactly. In songs that we've already heard, things like Motown Philly and Groove Me, these drum lines serve to jack you right into the music, and then throughout the rest of it are these incredibly infectious drum beats. Holding it together, though, are beautiful, jazzy chords. Mm. And that is the element of the third that finesse draws on to bring you into the past. And I think in order to understand why it sounds so significantly different than what we hear on the charts, it might be useful to look at a modern song in which it's just not incorporating these kinds of sounds in any sort of way. Ah, okay. So sort of a negative example. A negative we'll example. to a song that, unlike these New Jack swing tracks, does not feature 
these complex harmonies. Exactly. So why don't we listen to Cardi B's other song, the one that we covered a few weeks ago? Just take a quick listen to Bodak Yellow, one of the biggest songs of 2017, mm-hmm. and see if we're hearing any of those beautiful jazzy chords. Hey, I let him get what he want. He buy me East and Iran and the new whip. When it go fast as a horse, I got the trunk in the front. I'm the hottest in the street. In a word, no. No. <laughs> Which seems appropriate for a song that is aggressive, confrontational, sure. is so focused on the kind of Spartan quality of Cardi B's vocal that these lush, chromatic harmonies would just seem to distract from her message, I think. I absolutely agree. It is the right choice for what she's doing. But that sound, that trap sound, is so popular right now. There are so many artists drawing on that sort of uh, aesthetic. And it is heavy in rhythm. It has really great riffs. The bass is thick. But it doesn't incorporate different harmonies as much. That's just not the language of what's happening right now. And so in that way, I think when we hear finesse come on the radio, we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I am taken back to another time. Mm. Let's take a listen to finesse and check out some of those beautiful jazzy harmonies. Drop top Porsche, Porsche. on my wrist, Red. diamonds up and down my chain. Uh-huh. Cardi B straight stunning, can't tell me nothing, bossed up and I changed the game. It's my big so you can hear in the background those synthesizers playing some really neat chords there. You've got a this beautiful D flat major seventh chord down to a C dominant seventh chord and moving to this F minor chord. There's this beautiful voice leading that is reminiscent of jazz style chord progressions. What do you think of those sounds? Yeah, in the world of Bodak Yellow and a lot of other contemporary songs, we'll see very simple triadic chords. The ones we are hearing here in finesse, by contrast, are much richer. They have more, like literally more notes inside them, right. first of all. Right. And they're going to places that aren't as expected, harmonically speaking, that mm. maybe surprise our ears a little bit. So Mm. yeah, I think this is more in touch with a different lineage of black musical practice where you use these extended chords to really tug on a listener's emotional heartstrings. And it's great those sounds that we hear in New Jack Swing are referencing decades of musical history far before it. So now we're being transferred way back into the 50s, 40s, 30s with some of these sounds. Right, exactly. The era in which the term swing first emerged. Exactly. In the 1930s, to be exact, this was, swing was not only associated with jazz, it was literally described an entire genre of jazz. The most Mm. hyper-rhythmic, most danceable music was simply known as swing. So if the crazy drum lines filling in jack you into the song, the chords and a bunch of the rhythms have got that swing sound and swing feel. Indeed. So I said that there are four elements that help manufacture that 90s nostalgia here, that new jack swing sound, and we would be remiss if we did not talk about the vocal. So I have for us here another reference. Let's go back to the 90s and listen to I'm Dreamin' by Christopher Williams. Whoa, yeah, into this. Mm. Another new track for me. Thanks for exposing me to all this 
new old new jack swing wait <laughs> did i get that right don't worry i've made you a whole playlist i'm gonna share it with everyone if they make it to the credits they'll find out where to find it i'm dreaming one of my favorites it's got the rhythm it's got the funk bass it's got all of it but specifically the vocals here you're getting this belting voice right kind of just soaring over the backing vocals which are filling in some of those lush jazzy chords rich harmonies and then throughout it you even get these sort of ad-lib vocal fills you know your yeahs and uh uh-huhs and those kind of things Mm. so let's listen to that in comparison to finesse and see how bruno and cardi b interpret it Ah, I see. We have Bruno belting and in the background, yep. Cardi B kind of offering that call and response chorus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I see the template. And there's like Bruno's on top of Bruno's. You got the filling in with the, the backing harmonies and then he'll throw in some screaming higher things over them. It's just beautiful vocal production. Absolutely. All right. So Bruno and Cardi B have taken us into the past, referencing some music that I heard when I was like five on the radio, and I'm really enjoying rediscovering. But this is not the only track which is pulling on this 90s nostalgia. I know you've been listening to one as well, and I figure what we'll do is uh, take a quick ad break, come back, and dive into, oh my gosh, this is so great, Charlie Puth with Boys to Men. See you there. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Charles. Let's continue our retro voyage (laughs) to the heart of the 90s. Yep. You took us through Bruno Mars and Cardi B's resuscitation of new jack swing yeah and there's another young artist who seems to be sampling another 90s moment here yeah that's charlie puth who has enlisted one of the 
great 90s groups of all time, boys to men, to back him up on his latest song, If You Leave Me Now. Let's have a listen. There's one thing you're going to notice immediately about this track. Oh, okay. I'll pay attention. Cause girl, if you leave me now If you give it up and just walk right out You won't take the biggest part of me And all the things that I believe Baby, if you leave me now Alright, Charlie, let's do this in the style of a Jeopardy question, okay? Okay. Category, 2010s or 1990s. Answer, this song uses a technique popular in the 1990s, but rarely heard in the 2010s. What is not having anything but just vocals? Acapella? That's 500 on the board for Charlie. (laughs) Well done. Ooh, okay. Acapella tracks. Yes. What grabs us here, unlike the sort of maximalist musical universe that you just described for us on Finesse, Mm. is actually the absence of sound. Yeah. We just analyzed these super beefy, intense snare drums Mm. in the New Jack Swing of the 1990s. But here on this Charlie Puth and Boys to Men song, the most intense percussive effect we'll encounter is a snap. <laughs> it's, it's a good snap. I feel like we, at this point, have an option to just simply snap through the rest of our recording <laughs> session. A simple gesture <laughs> that immediately makes whatever you're saying, especially... If you drop your voice down real low <laughs> like this, deeply intimate and important and sexy. Those are all the things I ever think about you, Nate. And this song is just delightful. It is delightful. It's not a hit. It's As I understand, it's not on the Billboard charts at the time of this recording. Mm. It's number 10 in Sweden, but, you know, they're... <laughs> Well, it is a slow burn track anyway. Well, the instrumentation that we explored in Finesse is no longer present. I think we still do retain some of these 90s musical characteristics that you identified. Primarily those complex harmonies Mm -hmm. and this super belting sort of impassioned vocal style. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. You just described Boys to Men in a nutshell. Yeah. It is refreshing to hear this a cappella texture and to hear these lush harmonies. Mm. I think it's a very effective throwback moment that Charlie Puth is accomplishing here. And gosh darn it, if I can't begrudgingly <laughs> admit that this young man is quickly becoming one of my favorite pop artists. Oh, no doubt. As I've expressed elsewhere on this show, I Still have not forgiven him for the musical abomination that is the song Marvin Gaye. Oh, no, no. We need to move beyond that. (laughs) But he's slowly eroding my misgivings by putting out first the track Attention and now this one. All right. Let's go through what makes this song so effective. Mm, Great. As you pulled up all these great 90s recordings to compare 
Bruno Mars to. So let's go back to 1994 and listen to a boys to men track called On Bended Knee. Mm. This one isn't a cappella, but we're still going to hear those rich harmonies and those impassioned vocals. Let's have a listen. We're hearing those belted vocals, those call and response choruses, but keep listening, Charlie. There's something else I want you to notice here. I hear it. <laughs> what else is going on in this excerpt from On Bended Knee? An epic modulation where everything soars up and above. Oh, yeah. We have just bumped up this entire track from the key of E flat major to E, but keep listening, Charlie. Don't turn it off, okay? Oh, okay. So we've moved up from E flat to E, a pretty heavy duty modulation, and it seems like we're just gonna coast on out in this new key, but wait. No. No. <laughs> it keeps ascending. <laughs> yes. From E major all the way up to F. Whoa, this is serious stuff. So not only do we have those rich harmonies, those impassioned vocals, we're hearing here in this boys to men song a technique we've identified before, that of modulation. And not just one modulation, not just moving it up once, but twice. (laughs) And it's really brilliant because it reinforces the lyrical message of this song Mm. okay so i wasn't paying enough attention to the lyrics what's going on why are they doing this i can't blame you at all (laughs) he's down on his knees he's begging you please and then the modulation can we go back to the days our love was strong oh my gosh it's almost like he's standing up yeah i love that yeah it's like (laughs) it's both kind of beautiful and slightly tragic at the same time because it's like this plea Mm. and it gets more and more intense and sort of desperate perhaps as the melody actually ascends that makes a lot of sense because moving into a new key creates tension right like it's not heard necessarily as immensely pleasing on its own it has to be serving some kind of function and here it's raising the stakes it's raising the stakes of this pleading it's a nice example of how modulations aren't always triumphant they can sometimes be a little more ambivalent Uh. now Charlie Puth, I think we've seen, is a great student of pop music. So if he's going to do a track with Boys to Men, he's listening to these songs. He's imbibing this musical playbook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sure enough, when we go back to If You Leave Me Now yeah. and fast forward to the end, what do we experience? I'm going to guess it will be a modulation, but I'm going to listen anyway. <laughs> yeah, I guess I kind of spoiled that one. <laughs> Yeah, wow, this is really doing something to you. Oh my gosh. Okay, so there's so many things. First of all, like, <laughs> just what a great way to show off that you are an extraordinary artist by stripping down all of the instrumentation and putting your voice naked out there for all to hear. I guess it helps, though, if you have the entire Boys to Men backing you up. And this modulation is such a perfect moment 
where Charlie Puth is doing that belting and underneath boys to men have this awesome rising baseline. Like it's going to resolve this place and you think you're landing there, but no, they like keep on moving up even further and take you to a new key. It's so good. It's so good. Totally. I have the same reaction. And I think you can see how Puth is using the boys to men catalog as his inspiration not only do we have the musical modulation Mm, mm. we have these lyrics that are asking for it in the same way as the boys to men song both of these songs are kind of like a plea or like a kind of a last stand maybe right please don't go (laughs) and both of these songs really communicate that message by these desperate modulations Mm. towards the end Mm. right absolutely yeah really putting your money where your mouth is so to speak (laughs) they're saying they're going to go above and beyond as the music is going above and beyond totally so maybe if you're the imagined partner in the scenario you're kind of walking away and then you hear the modulation you're like oh you turn around okay i'm coming back (laughs) and boys and men it's like that doesn't do the trick so you got to do two modulations and then that brings them back yeah Uh, that's fun Wow. So props to young Puth here. Oh, for sure. Very good, though. Again, I do think he missed an opportunity to have this spoken interlude that I see as another one of the most characteristic and wonderful parts of a Boys to Men track, like On Bended Knee. Spoken interlude. Oh. Baby, I'm sorry. Please forgive me for all the wrong I've done. Please come back home, girl. I know you are I'm sorry I let you down. Do you think perhaps the reason why Puth dropped that opportunity is that he may be lacking in that rich baritone that it requires? Because he doesn't have my number? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) He should have had you on the track, exactly. So, beautiful work. I think we can safely say that we are both very fond of these two 90s throwbacks the Mm -hmm. bruno mars cardi b finesse referencing new jack swing the charlie puth boys to men referencing these 90s r&b vocal groups Mm -hmm. with their lush harmonies and impassioned vocals yes why this 90s moment right now why do these sounds appeal to us because we were stuck in the 80s nostalgia and then we have to march forward and millennials are afraid of getting older and thus are looking backwards. Interesting. Okay, so perhaps we have this sort of constant retro window of 25 years and it's yeah. as we move forward in time that yeah. window is also moving forward. Possibly. I see that. We can maybe see a concurrent interest in other media, whether it's the oj simpson trial becoming a documentary and a uh, tv yeah. series i tanya i tanya yeah absolutely i think we're going back to the 90s and trying to better understand what was happening <laughs> during that period <laughs> in some ways i think the sound of the 90s supplies a certain dare i say comfort hmm. to us mm. because in many ways i think retrospectively that decade was pretty chill (laughs) i guess (laughs) well i referenced it at the beginning right the political theorists called it the end of history because at the close of the cold war everyone expected that everything's going to be a democracy everything's going to be just swell everyone's going to get better things are going to grow injustice will collapse Um, of course these things were not at all true but that was the narrative that was played out in the media we had relative 
economic prosperity, and perhaps the music of the time reflected that. It was very earnest, and that's true when we're listening to New Jack Swing and Boys to Men. It's also true when we're listening to Nirvana hmm. or Joan Osborne or whoever. Like This was very sincere, earnest music that seemed to reflect a sincere, earnest time, hmm. so unlike the one we live in now. And maybe we find that a little bit comforting to be transported to that place. That's a nice theory. I'd just love to end with an open question. Are there other examples of these 90s sounds resurging into our present pop landscape? Mm, That's a good question. And that takes me back to the fact that I have made a playlist of 90s nostalgia and we would love to throw in other examples of people who are borrowing this sound and some of your favorite tracks from the past. So I would request that all of our listeners send us a message on Facebook or Twitter or email us. We're basically at Switched On Pop Everything. Contact at switchedonpop.com and send us your great tracks and we will put them all together. That will answer your question, Nate. Whoa, what's that's great. So you're saying these are contemporary tracks that are referencing this 90s sound. It's the new and the old together. One big playlist. Oh, I have one to add to it. What do you got? Well, when you were playing all those new Jack Swing songs. Yeah. And I know you're a fan of this score. Mm. Any selections from Hamilton ringing a bell? <laughs> oh, um, is it the uh, the rap battles? Um, maybe. I'm thinking of the room where it happens. Oh, the room where it happens, definitely. No one else was in the room where it happened. The room where it happened. The room where it happened. No one else was in the room where it happened. The room where it happened. The room where it happened. No one really knows how the game is played. The art of the trade, how the sausage gets made. We just assume that it happens. But no one else is in the room where it happens. That's straight out of New Jack Swing. Definitely. All right. I'm throwing it on the playlist. Thank you. My work here is done. This episode of Switched On Pop was produced by Charlie Harding and Nate Sloan. It is edited and mixed by the wonderful Bill Lance. Design is by Luke Harris. We are a proud member of the Panoply Network. And you can check out more episodes and reach out to us at switchedonpop.com on Twitter, at switchedonpop. Shoot us an email, contact at switchedonpop.com. I want to give a shout out to a couple of our listeners who dropped us some good hints about what's going on in these 90 sounds. So thank you to Quincy, Paula, Diet Coke for Breakfast is the handle, uh, the Dissect Podcast, Blinky Bill, Robert Drew, Jed, Nothold, K Zuzies, and Arasumo. Thanks for all the great tips. That's what we call crowdsourcing. Speaking of crowdsourcing, we need to make another playlist that's yeah. all the non-Christmas songs that feature sleigh bells <laughs> that our listeners send into us after oh my our God, there's so many. episode. Oh, yeah. I don't know what a catchy title for that is, but... Yeah, the Beach Boys were on it. Michael Jackson was on it. There's so many good ones. There's so many surprising. Mahler's Fourth Symphony, (laughs) just great, great stuff. When you're craving sleigh bells but don't want to listen to Christmas music, that's the playlist. All right, we'll work on that one, too. So our playlist, they'll be up on Spotify. We'll post that on our website and on Twitter. Uh, You can find more episodes of Switched On Pop on Spotify happen in there now which is really exciting also on apple podcasts or anywhere else where you get your podcasts we're gonna be back in two weeks with another episode and until then thanks for listening thanks for listening there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you coming and when you get access to resi priority notify with your amex platinum card 
Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.